listeners, I just wanted to let you know that we're taking a break for the next three weeks to recharge our batteries and work on something a little bit special. It's the first of our weekly economics podcast stories, taking a deeper look at an idea that's caught our eye. Tune in for a special report from Ecuador, the little country that's doing things differently. Here's a cheeky preview. Here in Ecuador, uh, and when there's traffic, people are frustrated, they start honking their, their horns and beeping and beeping and there's lots of noise in the street. And that Monday, nobody, nobody honked their horns. Nobody beeped. Everybody knew that Ecuador was going to change, that it was serious this time. This government is basically an economist's government, and I don't know if you can find so many heterodox economists in one government. It is this uh, tropical paradise. Everyone's obviously heard of the Galapagos Islands, um, but they've also got the Himalayas there and a whole bunch of other stuff. They, def- yeah. they definitely don't have the Himalayas oh, there. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> we met up with loads of government ministers, activists and campaigners. I love that that's what people do for fun. <laughs> When you have seven presidents in ten years, complete chaos, two million migrants leaving the country in a period of five years, it smells of failed state. Poverty was at sort of 45% by the year 2000, growing inequality, growing unemployment. What's really going on in Ecuador is a battle for power, really. What the Ecuadorian example shows is that austerity doesn't have to be the way.